not a peer-reviewed podcast, and we strongly suggest not citing us in your thesis essay. We would also like to say that this is an adult podcast, and while you could watch it with your kids, considering the amount of times we directly quote sex scenes, that might not be what you want for the talk. Lastly, this podcast contains spoilers, so if you don't want the ending of your new favorite book ruined, leave! What are you doing here? And remember, this is all for fun. Everybody, my name is Rebecca Price, and I'm Elliot Roberts. And welcome to Poorly Explained, a podcast where we don't do our things on time and are over an entire month late. That's totally fine. Mental health is important. Ah, uh, school was hard. Life is hard. Everything sucks. I'm still not doing too kosher keen, but I really want to talk about this book because mm-hmm. it's very good. <laughs> I am ready to talk about it. The book we are doing this week that we were talking about last episode, which is over 25 days ago, by the way, I looked. Um, the Hike by Drew, Drew McGarry. Yeah. White Man Extreme. He apparently was a Chopped um, winner on the oh, show wow. Chopped. Jesus. Yeah. So he's a man of many talents, including writing a very good book. <laughs> so, Elliot, you've read this book, right? Yeah, I listened to it, like, oh, probably over a year ago, but it was very fucking good. It it was very good. So, the hike starts out with a man driving and parking into an old sus hotel. His name is Ben. He has a big scar on his face, and he has a family, and he also wants to go on a walk. Mm -hmm. The old lady at the table is like, there are no paths around here, and he's like, there's no paths at this hotel that's in the middle of the woods. And she's like, not that I'm aware of, and he's like, doubt. Hmm. (laughs) And he goes, thank you for nothing, and goes outside where he can find, he finds a path. Holy you know, shit. They yeah. They called it the hike, so I was expecting, like, a woodsy, like, feel-good, uh, the hatchet energy book. Mm-hmm. And I got something completely fucking mm-hmm. different. You got <laughs> a fucking curveball. Yeah, it threw me out a window. Uh, so he finds a path. And he's well, like he's walking on the path. And he keeps checking out his phone to check on it. He's like, oh, I hit him. I'm connected to my phone, old man, blah, blah, blah. He's mm-hmm. about 40-ish years old, I want to say. Uh, and I was like, bro, nut up. We're all obsessed with our phones. Absolutely. Get over it. Mine's in my lap right now. Yeah, it's yeah, like same. Cat. I, I pet it. I just <laughs> a good phone. <clears throat> uh, turn on the vibrator. Have a good time. Wait. <laughs> While he's on the hike, he sees two dudes with, like, cut-off Rottweiler faces uh, dragging the body of a little girl with her feet cut off. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, like, was, because I was re- I was listening to this, but I was reading at the same time. I was, dude, both. I was switching back and forth. Um, I was like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Did I read what? that right? <laughs> I was like... <sighs> What the fuck? This is completely different. Like, I was kind of getting a little bit of horror vibes. Mm -hmm. It's not horror. It kind of, like, is psychological thriller, Mm -hmm. I guess is a good way to put it. But it was just so jarry. I was... uh... But the Rottweiler men start chasing and they're like, we've been waiting for this our whole lives. And I was like, that's really fucking weird. (laughs) You you what? Um... So he's running, he's running. Ben has bad, uh, a bad knee and bad cardio. And I'm like... (laughs) I really yeah deep deep same I feel like ugh, I wake up in the morning my my back hurts my mm-hmm. everything hurts I just want to sleep and never return <laughs> I just spilled water on my phone ah <laughs> I took a sippy and it spilled 
Okay, so it gets lost. Um, I wrote, I am confusion because I was just so fucking mm-hmm. confused. His phone has no signal, but he lost the do- dog dudes and he comes across an abandoned tent with food and everything he needs in the wild and an infinite space backpack. Mm-hmm. Like... It's so how it's written in the book is that he keeps shoving stuff into the backpack and it fits, but Bendis doesn't really notice about it. And I was all like, this is, he has a bag of holding and the man doesn't even realize it. (laughs) Yep. So while he's sleeping, he has a weird dream of the past uh, about a girl who he accidentally messed up on when he tried to hit on her in college. Nothing bad happens because for some reason this dream fixes everything. It's fun and he has some X. Mm. Here's a quote. Shit. Was she a good kisser? As soft and warm as sex. Ew. This book was written 14 years ago, by the way. Uh, he never wanted to stop. He th- she threw her fleecy arms around his neck and they reclined into the forest floor, his hands feeling everywhere around her. Feel that aura. Uh, yeah, that aura. <laughs> she or he wanted every inch of his skin to touch every inch of her skin. Let's go in the tent, she whispered. <laughs> and she got up and led him to the flap. <laughs> Unsexy word, flap. Uh, the best part of having sex with a girl was when they led you to the sex. <laughs> ben wanted to be the lead. Ben wanted to be led forever to some bedroom a million miles away. It was all young joy. It's like those pictures of the girl like guiding the mysterious yeah. hand to the beach. Yeah, I can't get over. By the way, the unsexiest word flap. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's like sexy words like thrust. flap. And like heaving and stuff like that. And then there's flap. It's kind of mm. like, I feel like another one is sock. sock. There's nothing sexy about socks. Mm. <laughs> unless, unless. Unless you have that fetish, but like. Unless you have that fetish. <laughs> but then keep your sock fetish away from me. What yep. is worse, a foot fetish or a sock fetish? Oh. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's hard. See, that's a real, it's a real question. Think about it. I'm going to continue. Great. So he wakes up and he's sad because he had a dream about having sex with a woman that wasn't his wife and he loves his wife, man. Mm. Uh, Like, he really genuinely loves his family. And like, 80% of this book is him going, man, I sure do wish I was with my family. (laughs) Uh, A note near him says, stay on the path or you will die. So he continues with his magic backpack on his journey. Um, and he finds an old woman who feeds, she like seems familiar. So this is like, this created a weird little plot hole in the book. And I don't think Drew McGarry meant to do it. I think he was going to connect it. Mm. So it seemed she, he described her as being familiar. And they're like, have we met before? And she's like, no, we've never met before. Uh, we never find out who this old woman is and why Mm. she seems familiar. But I have a hypothesis in my brain. It's the uh, stewardess at the hotel. Mm. The old lady at the counter, right? Mm. And that's what, that's what it is. Uh, 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 uh. So, she seems to be living in the past, but she feeds him a bunch of fucking stew and some bread and some butter and some fucking cheese. And I'm like, this is, I want this meal. Mm. And she gives, she gives him a bag of beans. Not even for a cow. He doesn't give her a cow. She just gives him a magic bag of beans. And she's like, one of them is blah, blah. I don't remember. She describes what they are, but I forgot what they are. Mm. And then she tells him to get going to Garnage Pass and don't come back. You have to stay on the path. And he's like, yeah, I understand that. Don't talk to me. And she's like, ah, 
whippersnappers. <laughs> uh, so while he's running away, the dogmen come back and they chase him. And then a wolf comes and it kills the dogman and then it tries to kill Ben. And he tries to slam down a seed, but the seed does not work. <laughs> so he goes to a big metal door, which I don't know why he thought seed first and then door. Like this man was so ready to just slam down this magic seed and just be yeeted out of this weird Probably place, thought but... it was the bag of beans item in D&D. Yes. Which actually has beans. a roll table. It actually has a roll table if you dump the beans out. What? Yeah, it's insane. I need a bag of beans. Uh, No reason, DM. I promise I will be a perfect, lawful, good character. I promise. Immediately Ah. dumps. Yeah, immediately dumps the entire bag. Um, So, what is... There's like a weird humming noise happening in my dorm. Oh, well. So, he escapes through a metal door, but then he falls down a hole (laughs) through the metal door and he lands on a beach. Uh... Where he finds a bunch of houses off the path. And I was like, bro, it's a trap. And then I was like, maybe it's not a trap. Maybe these are like required. Because they're like off the path. They're not like super off the path though. Mm-hmm. But it no, sure it's a, a big trap. <laughs> Actually, so the way he found the dogman, by the way, was because they lit a fire. And mm. they lured him off the trap. So he does it again. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> he literally is like, I'm gonna. So he goes to the houses. And then a big wave happens and he slams down one of his seats because there's no big metal door to escape through this time. And a big wall of fire shoots up and essentially evaporates all of the water and burns the shit out of him too. Mm. Which is always fun. So then he goes back to the uh, uh, the houses. He goes up to the attic and there's a giant grasshopper. <laughs> and he panic punches it in the face, kills it, runs away. Doesn't know it's dead, but you know, he killed it. Mm-hmm. He like, so he punched through the eye and he felt something in the eye. Gross. And then he just left. Yeah, he was like freaking out. Mm-hmm. So he runs out and he meets a crab. Crab. Did you like crab? I loved crab. I have mixed feelings about crab. He's an ornery bastard, but Mm -hmm. he's like a lovable grandpa. Yeah, he's a lovable angry man. Yeah, so my hypothesis was that this was Ben's dad. Mm -hmm. I was wrong. Mm -hmm. But it felt like it just, I was like, this has got to be Ben's dad. And then it just threw with me through another fucking, all the plot twists in this book are like really well done. Oh, yeah. I just... Like, we get to hear about Ben's daddy issues, right? I'm like, oh, they're going to do a reconciliation arc or something. And, like, with oh, the, the crab's crab. been, the crab is the, the dad, and then he, like, helps him. But, yeah. So he goes with the crab, and the crab goes and checks to see if the giant bug is dead. Giant bug is dead. Ben goes back upstairs, and there's this weird machine, and he can't figure it out. And the crab's like, hey, maybe you should grab the thing that's in the, the bug. And Ben's like, can you fucking not even suggest that? And he's like, you got to do it. And he's like, crab, can you go get it? And he's like, <laughs> you're funny go grab it yourself loser which is almost exactly what he says uh or asshole or something like that so ben reaches into the bug eye and grabs out like this key or this like code thing i don't fucking know but he gets the machine working up and like the whole like uh, the the house opens up or a path opens or something like that and they end up on a big boat a big really boat. big boat and there's lots of food and this book just made me <sighs> i haven't eaten yet today i am so hungry me neither and this book just made me starve, like, so bad. Like, you can't describe all this delicious food. Like, it's even food I don't, like, I don't eat, I don't like roast beef, mm-hmm. right? But the way roast beef is described in this book makes me want roast beef. <laughs> it's such a struggle. It sounds so good. I want some roast beef. Good me. <laughs> So he eats a bunch of food and they're like having a good time. 
And then something happens, and I wrote, Crab is cantankerous old man, and then I wrote, He <laughs> is crabby. And then a bunch of crab emojis. <laughs> uh, here's a quote. There was an AC outlet resting flat on the front of the console, and Ben plugged the charger in with his phone attached. The phone booted back up, but with no logo. Spooky. No spinning wheel. Spooky. <laughs> no white screen. Spooky. I I haven't seen a white screen of loading in a very long time. It's always black. Yeah, it's always black. How old is this again? 14 14? years old. He took a hiatus from writing after this book, and he wrote a new one this year, I think. Uh, Fucking no white screen. Instead, Ben saw the old woman spring up on the screen. That's spooky. Uh, (laughs) She was sitting in a white room in a plush chair. She was wearing a white frock and a bright red overcoat. Ben remembered her right away. Mrs. Blackwell? Find the producer, she told him. Who is the producer? Stay on the path and find the producer. So we have some Matrix shit going on. Mm -hmm. This is like the guy who created the Matrix, but we're not. He's in the Matrix, but he actually got shoved into the Matrix. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. So anyway, while this is happening, the water starts rising fast and Crab's like, we got to fucking get out of here. Ben's like, got it. Guns the engine, doesn't realize the boat is still moored. So the whole fucking boat just goes right up in the air. Mm. Crab is all like, you're... (laughs) You're a dumb bitch. Your brain is the size of a peanut, and I am a crap. Um, so they manage to get unstuck, and Ben gets injured as per usual. Also, he injured his hand when he punched the... the. This man just gets injured. Just imagine every part of his body is bruised and broken, mm-hmm. and he is still going. <coughs> so he wants to take a nap because he's a sleepy boy full of roast beef and beer. <laughs> <laughs> so he puts the crab in charge of navigating. Mm, as you do. As I, one I, does. I, would, I would absolutely fucking do that. <laughs> I want to like, take a nap. You're in charge. <laughs> this is like putting Sam as, like, they're the lead of everything. Sam, <laughs> you're in charge. <laughs> Takes a Sa- nap. <laughs> Sam with her tiny, small brain. Tiny brain she- with one brain cell. Her one brain cell is full of love. There's no yep. room for anything else inside of Sam. Mm-hmm. Sam only has room for love. Intelligence <laughs> has no room for this. <laughs> So they crash because, you know, he's a crab and he can't fucking steer a ship. And <laughs> so they leave through a tiny little emergency sub. Think like Spy Kids level emergency sub. Oh, wow. And they escape to the South Pole where they have to like climb all the way up the wall, like a wall to stay on the path. Fun fact, the sub had everything they needed to like live and then a bunch of food that Ben could shove in his infinite space backpack that he still managed to keep this entire time. Like, the man has lost his entire being and just God, fucking lots of areas space. with food. Good lord. Yeah, he gets all this fun food. I want this fun food space. Um, if only food wasn't so fucking expensive right now. <laughs> everything's expensive right yep. now. So, he climbs up a wall to stay on the path, and the whole time he's climbing up the wall, he is struggling so hard, because he's never climbed up anything with his boots. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, he's, like, trying new things. And Crab is just walking sideways up the wall, and he's laughing at him. He's like, don't laugh at me, Crab. And Crab's like, you can't fucking tell me what to do. Flips him off with his crab claw, keeps walking up the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, they get to an area where there's lots of dead bodies, but Crab's like, close your eyes, Ben. And Ben's all like, okie dokie. Mm-hmm. So, Ben closes his eyes, and he's walking through all these dead bodies, like, crunch, crunch, <laughs> crunch, crunch. It's so gross. God. 
Uh, he continues there. A funny chick is over the intercom. She was like, almost seemed like she was flirting with him. And then she's like, but I want to eat you. And he, she, Ben's like, well, at least she's honest. <laughs> so they get to a, a cave with a giant lady who is very attractive. This is probably one of my favorite characters in the entire book. Mm-hmm. Her name is Fermona. And she is fantastic. She is by far the brightest part of this book. So she makes him strip. She gives him some clothes. She <laughs> She makes a death chart, which is the fun. Th- so I, I was listening to the audiobook of this part, so I didn't get to see it, but it's this little hand-drawn sheet with like, <laughs> with like the little arrows, like the XY, the negative XY axis and all that stuff. And on the top arrow, it says on the top and bottom, it says slow and fast. And then on the side one, it says um, uh, painful versus not painful. Oh and Ben is like all the way down at the like area where it says slow and painful. She's like, this is where you are now. If you work really hard, you can get all the way over here. (laughs) But there's an illustration in the book for that. It's not funny. Oh, my God. Uh, but you don't get to see it in the audio book. When I was writing these notes, I had to go through and see it. So Nice. She wants him to fight some, like, weird people in later, but she also has a big pot of human curry, and she's uh, she's feeding him, and she's doing a bunch of stuff, and Crab is all, like... Crab keeps coming and going, brings him his stuff. He loses his stuff again. This time it gets burnt. Damn. I think it's all the stuff in his magic backpack, but not the magic backpack. He does lose the magic backpack eventually, though. Mm. So then she's like, okay, it's time for you to fight a person. You're going to fight either one dude or you're going to fight a bunch of dwarves. Mm. And Ben's like, man, a bunch of dwarves would probably be easier. And the crab's like, no, 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 fight the one dude. And he's like, okay, but I am sus. Crab knows. Crab knows. So uh, he fights this he fights a dude the dude turns out to be the dog dude with the fucking rottweiler head and he kills him using fighting techniques that his wife taught him right and there's a bunch of dwarves and then she he also has to fight a bunch of dwarves because for cheats Mm. crab comes to the rescue and brings him a seed and from the seed comes a gun (laughs) gun seed so he shoots i don't know if he shoots the the dwarves but he does get the dwarves to stop fighting him Mm. and then he gets the giant lady to let him go give her him a bunch of shit she's not happy and then he also makes her release all the humans that she captured and then he leaves with crap also the humans are super insane and one of them totally just leaves the cage and then jumps into the fire and she's just like what a waste (laughs) and i'm all like you know what that's kind of fair what a waste yeah <laughs> um so also this whole time that this has been happening he's having dreams of his past and things that happened in his past and like it's story building for ben but if you want to know about all of those read the fucking book yourself it's very good mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so they're continuing and they come across a replica of Ben's house. I know, Elliot, I am skipping this area right now, but I'm mm-hmm. doing that on purpose because it's like right after this. Mm-hmm. So they're continuing. They come across a replica of Ben's house where his replica son is. And he's all like, God, I can't do it. And Crab's like, I know it's fake. And he's like, I want to fucking touch my son. I want to give him a little honk. Mm-hmm. And then Ben is super sad and he's crying, but they have to split and it's sad. And then I was like, but that's not as sad as the fact that the crab is Ben. I thought the whole time the crab mm-hmm. was Ben's fucking dad. I was mm-hmm. like convinced. And then this reveals like, no, 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 Ben is crab. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's, well, it's, was, it's crazy. It was insane. Also, crab is Ben from 10 years in the future? What happened to Ben that he turned into a crab? I don't know, man. <laughs> Why did he have to get so crabby? <laughs> All evolution returns to crab. Return to crab. 
Wait, isn't that a meme? There's like a meme. Yeah, that's like a, a meme. Return to crab or return to monkey. Return to monkey or return to crab. <laughs> so he continues to a tent where he finds a whole ass library and a book about killing monsters. Um, he needs ingredients to kill this one monster because there's a monster blocking the path. So he goes uh, to kill this monster. But mm-hmm. to kill the monster, he needs human curry. So mm-hmm. he has to go back to Fermona and she's not happy with him, but he's like, listen, you don't have to eat humans. Here, have some hot dogs. And she's like, meat tubes. And he's like, hot dogs. And she's like, fine, I'll give your meat tubes hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> Like a try. She really likes him, so she gives him some of the human curry. But then she's like, I'm going to kill you because you know what? You're not giving me enough hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could just eat you and the hot dogs. Together, we could have a human hot dog soup. Gross. Um, so then he uses a seed. Where is he getting all these seeds? Like, did she just give him a giant bag of seeds? Uh, probably. Just but a seed uses- bag. Yeah, his seed. His ba- Ew. Yeah, his oh, that's another unsexy one seed bag. <laughs> so he, use, he uses his magic seed which he puts all over the ground like a, right in front of my salad man and he gets a uh, dark gun which when he stabs himself with a big dark gun he is now a big man here's a quote ignore this uh when he stood back up he was 26 feet tall fuck his clothing in his bag growing with him damn Fermona stared at him in wonder goodness gracious she cried I think I'm still shorter than you. No, wait. I think I'm still shorter than you, Ben said, dazed. Ha! Uh, There was no more time to recover from the shock of his transformation. He dug into his bag and took out the real gun. Now (laughs) large enough to mount on a battleship. Jesus Christ. Fermona backed away. This has all been a terrible misunderstanding. I'll give you the hot dogs, but no, I need no, no, to, that's, that's I'll give you the I'll give you the hot dogs, <laughs> but I need to rummage through that big pile of yours in return. Ew, big pile. Another se- unsexy word. Another one. There's so many unsexy. This book doesn't have enough sexy words. Uh, so my one critique of this book: no sexy words. <laughs> so he leaves with his stuff and his like potion making things he still needs one ingredient he doesn't know what it is and goes back to the castle where he has to kill a guy named voris on his way there he comes across a mouth demon and he fills up the mouth de- <laughs> uses a seed gets a ping pong gun fills up the mouths with paints they all seal back up jesus and then he goes to kill a man named voris who's like discount dracula and i was like i trust you ben you can do this and then ben doesn't do this and he fails epically and in fact he almost gets killed by voris but then voris is like i can use you to build me a brand new castle and mm-hmm. forces him to do that for years mm-hmm. ben yeah, gets swole sucked. and then he gets the unswole because he's like 45 years at this point he was 40 at the start of this remember 40 mm-hmm. uh Voris brings another guy named cisco a hispanic man who like a historical hispanic man who hates everyone except for spain and ben he's like mm. new world era damn they're good friends ben has physical replacements for his kids by the way including a stuffed rabbit no stuffed fox a That's rock a- and then something else to symbolize his third his third child. That's really remember. fucking sad. Oh my it god. is. It's super just so we are aware, I'm making a joke out of this. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. This man loves his family. How rare is it to have a dude main character who isn't like the moment he's away from his family, like, oh, they got him away from the old ball and chain, right? Mm-hmm. Like but this man loves his family. He's a he misses his man. wife. He genuinely just wants him. It's been like six years at this point. 
Mm-hmm. So after 10 years, he finishes his poison. Him and Cisco are bestest friends. The um, poison, by the way, was neat, was needed gold. That was the last ingredient. Mm. Cisco had a gold tooth. And Ben like is like, I need that gold tooth. And Cisco's like, fine, you can have this gold tooth if I have one of your teeth. And Ben's like, you know what, fine, that sounds about fair. Fair. So ben full- pulls out Cisco's gold tooth and Cisco pulls out his tooth. And he finishes the poison. Voris is poisoned. The poison specifically made for Voris. Visco. Or, yeah, Voris. I, I mixed up Voris and Visco. Or kids. Cisco. Cisco. Visco. Uh, that poison. So they manage to get the tooth. They finish the poison. Then they vacuum up the smoke monsters with the magic seed again. Uh, that were terrorizing them and zoom away in the truck. And they get back to the original castle uh, to kill, wait, no, while they're zooming away through the truck, they're in like the desert and they come across a supermarket full of lots and lots of food and they get a lot of junk food and I'm so fucking hungry and this is torture. Mm-hmm. I'm remembering all the food scenes so well in my brain right now. <laughs> they get back to the original castle, walk through a wall of flames or you need faith in something yeah. to pass through. Uh, so they pass through and they're going to fight Voris and they fail and Voris is about to kill them but Ben has a magic seed! Magic. And he slams it on the ground and from the magic seed comes Fermona. Holy shit. And Fermona and all of her 30 plus feet uh, grabs Voris out of the air like a little bug and eats him. Mm. Which is great. They didn't need the poison at all. Oh wait Mm -hmm. no. Voris is alive in her stomach. Oh god. Oh no. (laughs) Ben's like eat this and tosses her the little bottle of poison so she eats it (laughs) and it like dissolves him in her stomach and then she burps and it's it's like the scene from uh what's it called shrek but the dragon eats farquaad oh yeah yeah (laughs) god it's like that so ben tells her that there's a a store that cisco and ben passed earlier with lots and lots of hot dogs that she can eat uh and then the castle that divorces and opens up and the path is back holy shit so they continue on the path and then they end up in a villa where they have to separate, right? Ben chills in the villa for like a solid week, drunk, eating a what? bunch of fucking food and Ye- staying in the water. And then he goes and becomes crap. Mm-hmm. We do this. We know what's happening. We don't need to go over what happens with crap because we just went over with crap. So after they have separated Ben and crab, crab, Ben, crab, Ben. <laughs> ben crab. <laughs> <laughs> Ben Crab almost dies as he's walking down this path, but he doesn't because he comes across Mrs. Blackwell again, who transforms him back to a man, feeds him mm. lots of food, threatens him with a dog, and then tells him of a magic train where he can go and meet the producer. She's like, you know, the train can take one day or it can take a million years. You don't really fucking know, but the train will get there eventually. And he's like, okay, that sounds fine to me. So he gets on the train and he sat on the train and then he realizes I am insane. And then he also realizes, but I am also the producer. Holy shit. So he decides to beat up an old man. (laughs) He beats up an old man, then launches himself into outer space and then comes back down, lands on the front porch of Mrs. Blackwell's place again. No, no, no. In a building. He like crashes through the ceiling, (laughs) is in an office. Mrs. Blackwell is at like the secretary at the desk. She's like, you got here faster. And he's like, I am the producer. (laughs) She's like, okay, Mr. Producer. Uh, as you can see, there's no doors in this place. How do you, are you going to go meet the executive producer? Here's the producer above Ben. So apparently when Ben became the producer, the executive producer got a raise. Mm, nice. So he he draws a, a door on the wall like fucking elbow. Yeah. 
walks through it and he meets the executive producer who imagine like an older really tan white man with like his face pulled like back like with work done Mm -hmm. and all this way like stereotypical producer man from california and the producer is essentially like you have two choices you behind (laughs) two doors behind this door and then he's like you can essentially become god and stay here but you have to stay here forever but you get your wife and kids right but you have to stay here forever which means like that oof i don't know about that (laughs) and then he's like or you can go back nothing will change and you get your life back but you can't talk about what happened or else you will die and ben is like i'm a producer why not both and remember ben is insane at this point (laughs) probably like cracked his shit he was a crab so, for like ten years. Not ten years, like a like six months. He so, was yeah, in yeah. the he was in the desert with a sad yeah. Spanish man for ten years. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, correct. <laughs> he became human jerky essentially. Oh, by the way, he's young again. Mm, nice. When he got to Mrs. Blackwell's place, she made him young. But good old reset button. Yeah. So here's a quote. Ben jammed the letter opener directly into his own open for or own forehead. Fuck. A trickle of blood slid down his face as he drew the blade all the way down to his groin. Ow. Then between his legs and up to the, up his spine, over his head, and back to the puncture wound on his, in his forehead. Then he dropped the bloody knife on the rug and dug his fingers inside the rift, yeah, inside the rift of his, uh, inside the rift in his abdomen, pulling himself apart. Gross. Yeah, he's, he's molting. He splits himself like a mitochondria, not a mitochondria, like a cell, yeah. uh, into two bends. One is the oh. older Ben and one is the younger Ben. And they're both Ben. And they both have the same powers and they're both just a cool Ben dudes. Did he so have ben, to do it that way? <laughs> yes. He has to be cool. Listen, it has to be edgy. <laughs> Have you read the book? Oh, my God. I have. Oh, my God. It's insane. <laughs> so, old Ben takes magic god door, and young Ben goes back home, and the producer's like, I'll be seeing you, and Ben's like, fuck you, die, bitch, eat your own ass, and then leaves. Mm-hmm. So, he goes home after that. He like So, he gets back to the hotel, and he's like, I'm checking out. The woman's like... This is where I was like, this is totally where I was like, uh, oh, and we're finally going to figure out who Mrs. Blackwell was and just this old woman at the desk this whole time. Mm-hmm. And then and we don't get any reveal nope. like that. And I was like, then why did you say she was familiar in the first place? Like, mm. so uh, we see he checks out with the old woman and then he calls in sick to work and he drives home from the weird ass hotel. And the little girl, by the way, is no longer dead and footless. Mm-hmm. And he meets up with his wife and kids. And I was like, oh my god, I, this part in the book fucking blew my mind. I was like, oh, I'm so sad. He's so happy with his babies and his children and his small little children. Mm-hmm. Ah! And then it's, oh my god. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, here's the quote. This is, hold on, I'm gonna, let me space it correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh... Okay. Okay. This is Teresa, by the way, from this part right here. Mm. Older, wiser. Why, he looked as if he'd been away for, and then she gasped. 
Ben saw her reaction and couldn't understand what she had seen in his eyes until... Uh, who's talking to this? This is Ben, again. Hey, how old is Teresa? She's 39, right? Remember that one night a few years ago when she came home from, a ho- from the hospital and wouldn't stop crying and then stayed s- silent for a couple of days afterward? You thought she had uh, just lost some patience that night she went catonic, right? She never really explained. She never really did explain. Uh, she never told you why she looked pa- why she liked painting horses or why she took up fighting or why she would rub her wedding ring with her thumb in the occasional still photograph. Remember what she remember what she said to you, Ben? She said she killed people. She said she said, I can't tell you or it'll kill me. She he gazed deep into her pupils and saw the soul of a woman who wasn't thirty nine at all, but far older, maybe ten years older or twenty. Oh my God, he said. For a long time, they stood there and stared at one another, dumbstruck. They didn't say a word. They couldn't. I was that ending though. Holy shit! What the fuck? It all connects, by the way, the horses and like the the fighting stuff like that it all connects to the story and stuff like we learn about ben that i mm-hmm. didn't go into because that's a lot this book is only 280 pages mm-hmm. but it is dense it is a chunky book a lot of things happen in this book it is very like it is fantastic we don't have to listen to any introspective bullshit it is mm-hmm. Great. No lore uh, dumps here, just confusion and crab. Just confusion and crab. Uh, that's gonna be the uh, the summary. Confusion and crab. <laughs> confusion and crab. Uh, that should just be the summary for this book. Yep. <laughs> but okay, so there are no media about this book. In mm-hmm. fact, it's been out for fourteen years, but I've never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm surprised it's not more popular. It's oh, really yeah. good. But I know Drew McCary also wrote some space books that I really want to listen to or read. And yeah. I don't know what the the most recent one is about, but I know he's writing it or has written it already. I I know I I'm just surprised, but I think the reason it's probably not so popular is because first off the name. Mm, yeah. The hike just doesn't like I personally don't want to I didn't want to read like something sound like the hike. I don't want to read 80% of the Wait. books we read though to be fair. Um Wait. But the hike was written in 2016, not 14 years ago, unless 2016 oh, four was 14 ago. years ago. I was, no, wait, not four years, six years ago. Six years ago, okay, fuck. <laughs> We've never escaped 2020. Mm-mm. Okay, so not 14 years ago, we are wrong. Four years ago. I don't uh, know where I got 14, but, you know. Well, there's a one and a four somewhere floating around, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna rate this book. I'm gonna give it nine out of ten. I don't know what the ten out of ten, wait, what's the best book I've re- read? I really liked the first of the, like, I don't remember. Uh, the Broken Earth Chronicles. Mm, yeah. It was really good. I don't remember either. We're going to say this is the new my new favorite book because I really liked it. It was really good. I super duper um, enjoyed this book. I really liked the main character. Mm-hmm. It's just, it has such dad energy. We don't get enough dad energy in books. I want some good dad energy. Mm-hmm. I want dads. Uh, not daddies. I just want dads. Mm-hmm. But... Elliot, what did you think of the book when you read it? I fucking loved this. I remember listening to this at work and fucking, damn, like, I have vivid memories of what I was doing at work, which is unfortunate, but ugh, for a book to do that is something special. It's very good. I would strongly suggest all our listeners to read it because it's fantastic, and I actually know what book we're going to read next week because I need to, I'm going to read it anyway for class, so why not do the podcast episode Hell about yeah. it? Um... 
I, we're going to read Peter Pan. <gasps> yeah. Which I don't want to read, but we're going to read it anyway. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> uh, Elliot, you get to watch any Peter Pan movie cool. or any movie or something like uh, that. I choose the one with Robin Williams. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. Mm-hmm. That's a good... Uh, that's like a sequel. It is? Damn. Yeah, it's like a pseudo sequel. Oh, yeah, because he's like older and whatever. And he's Wendy's, older, Peter. Wendy's like, what the fuck are you doing here, dude? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, you want me to do our thing? Should you want to do our uh, things? You. Okay. Thank you, TJS, for doing our outro. You can find him on SoundCloud as TJS. And thank you, Mr. Surcat, for doing our intro. You can also find him on SoundCloud as Mr. Surcat. And uh, join us in the next, hopefully, fortnight. I am swamped and tired and sad all the time. So it might be another month again. We don't fucking know. Schedule's a little wonky. It's okay, though. Yeah. You know, as long as we read a book, get things out, we'll be good. (laughs) But join us next time for Peter Pan. Did you know Peter is another word for dick? Yep. So join us for Dick Pan. Dick Pan. the book support the authors and other creators who worked on these astounding books consider purchasing and if you're poor like us consider libraries like us in general you can find us on twitter at poorly podcast and on facebook and instagram at poorly explained podcast oh and we also have a reddit that i never check want to get a word out on us try leaving a comment even just a dot we'll read it we'll read anything or you can tag us with hashtag pe podcast and no that doesn't mean physical education podcast And remember, don't dog-ear your pages, you filthy animals.